Welcome to the Licensing Podcast, where we take what may seem like the extremely boring and try to make it a little less boring. Each episode is geared towards a story to help provide you with some of the background of where these topics come from, why they work the way they work, and what you can do about it on your test. We're going to provide a lot of realism. Unfortunately, you can only provide so much fun. Welcome to round number three, guys, of the interview portion of our podcast. As always, we've got Brett Hardy here. He's been kind enough to come back and talk to us today about test review. So our previous podcasts have dealt with things like study habits and then how to take your test. One of the critical pieces that people often overlook is once you've got the data from the test, how do you use that data to improve test number two and test number three? Uh, Brett, you know, I think what we tend to see here in this space a lot is the student feels like they've either clicked review all or review missed. They've looked at each of the questions. They've reread the question box in the material, and they kind of view that as that should be the review. And unfortunately, I think a lot of students, when they do it that way, feel like they're not getting a ton of impact out of that. So could you give us a couple tips on how to make that system a little more impactful? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Jason. And one of the things that you hit on kind of a couple of points, I will tell you that in reality, review of the test certainly is a critical process, and I would say it's probably the most critical process. Um, so I'll kind of kick it off by saying that you know, when somebody takes a test and they don't get the score that they want, um, they kind of get disappointed in what that score was. Um, and really, I see that as not necessarily a disappointment, but an opportunity. Um, so let's talk a little bit about how tests work and what they do for you, um, because a lot of people, I think, have a misunderstanding about why you're taking so many tests. So when somebody takes a test, you know, the only purpose of that test is to really give you an evaluation um, on where you actually stand on recalling the information. And of course, it's, it's basically just an indicator. Um, so actually taking a test gives you uh, review material, um, and that's why I say when you, know, when you said reviewing is a critical part, it absolutely is true. So when you review a test, uh, the important thing you're going to get out of that um, is what you need to work on and how to get those questions right the next time. So certainly I would say every time you take a test, review all, um, but review in a very specific way. Um, I suggest that you actually go in and read the question and immediately read the right answer to that question. Um, now, on some of the questions that say accept, you're actually reading the other three parts uh, instead of one that was the right answer. But what I mean is reinforce the right information. Uh, and I know, Jason, you probably experienced this as well. Uh, how many times have you gone and studied for something and gone through some information and you realize very quickly that you're missing the same type of questions over and over again? I totally see a theme that runs throughout my tests where it seems like a couple of topics I can't get. And in fact, I, I feel like it, it starts to hurt a little bit because I get that question in the test. I know that I'm going to miss it. And I almost feel like it taints the way I take it, you know? Absolutely. And, and that's, you know, kind of one of the things they always taught us in school, you know, go back and fix your mistakes, find out what you're doing wrong kind of thing. And I really like to say is, you know, really focus on how to do it right. Um, if you go back and review a test, read the question, read the right answer. The one thing I never want anybody to do is when they're reviewing a test is try to test themselves again. Um, that's a very common mistake that people make. So they go back and they like cover up the answers and they read the question again and they think, okay, I think the answer to this question is this, and they try real hard to figure out what the answer is. And in reality, they're actually putting back in the same bad thought process they had the first time. You already missed the question. Right. You don't know how to get it right. Now you're just putting back in the exact same wrong information. So my thought process is read the question, read the right answer, 
once you know what the right answer is, if you understand why it's the right answer, you're done reviewing that question. So you can actually be more efficient in your review process because, you know, essentially you're getting 50%, 60% of the questions right already anyway. It's just a matter of putting that information back. And so this is a key component of, you know, the, the test-taking process is taking tests actually doesn't make you smarter. It actually takes information out of your head because essentially you've spent time studying to put that information in to store it to recall it later. And that's what your brain is trying to do is like, all right, I've set this aside. I'm going to have it there when I need it. Then when you take the test, your brain goes, oh, I'm done with that. I don't need that anymore. That's why you have to review every question, even the ones you got right, so you can put that information back. Now, if you read a question, you read the right answer, and you don't know why it's the right answer, then you should absolutely go back and read the rationale. If you read the rationale and it still doesn't make sense, you probably should get your quick seven out and go back and flip to that section and say, all right, let me, let me take another look at this real quick um, just to make sure that I'm getting the right information. And if that doesn't do it, then you should absolutely reach out, um, use some of your other resources to find an answer to that question, uh, you know, up to and including uh, talking to a mentor or uh, someone else that can actually give you some detail on that question. You know, Brent, one of the things I'm hearing a lot of in the what I would say is maybe the two main points you just covered is really viewing these tests through a review lens as a positive experience. I noticed you mentioned that even if your test scores are low, we as leads are a little less concerned about that and more excited for the fact that it tells us what we know and therefore what we can focus on from what we don't. And then when you're going and you're reviewing the actual questions, I'm hearing you fo to focus so much on what is the right answer and why that's so much more important. So would you say that's a good summary of uh, there's a lot of actual positivity that should be coming out of and embedding itself in this review period? Absolutely. We, like, we don't like to call them tests. We like to call them celebrations of learning. <laughs> I think that's a great perspective to help shift from, especially as it's just so different from what I consider the old school way. I, I think a lot of students are viewing midterms and finals as the end of their grade, whereas in this environment, we have the luxury of, you know, the only score that matters is the one you put up in the testing center, right? Absolutely. And so uh, if you score low on the, on the way to getting up to that, you know, that eventual passing score, it simply means you're learning more from it. I always kind of jokingly tell people, you never learned anything from a question you got right. Right. So aside from those two big bullets that I hear, which uh, just by way of summary for our listener here is uh, don't get too caught up in your particular test score. Use it as ground as review material. And then secondly, when you're reviewing, make sure that you're focusing on those right answers and the rationales that move you to those right answers. Is there anything else in this space that you'd like to highlight for a couple minutes around a good, healthy test review? Uh, you know, the, I, I think you hit on the two main points. The only other thing I would say is sometimes people get afraid of tests. Um, and I think if you look at it with the focus that we just talked about, it won't be as intimidating. Um, the one thing I always tell people to do while they're taking a test is forget about how they're doing or how they feel how they're doing, most importantly, on that test because that is only causing negative information and negative uh, energy for you taking that test, if all you're worried about why you're taking the test is whether you're going to pass it or not, you kind of lose sight of where you're going with the information and why you're taking the test, and it now becomes a burden instead of something that actually is going to help you get better. 
Absolutely. I can echo that as well. I know in my region a lot, we find people who mark for review 30 or 40 or 50 times. And, and I always just ask them, how do you feel when you hit that mark for review button for the 30th time? And the answer is never good. It's always, well, it makes me feel like I'm not doing well on the test. And, and that focus of how am I doing as I'm going is distracting from actually how you are doing. I think that's a great echo point. Yeah, and, and I'll just kind of throw maybe a somewhat humorous or maybe somewhat terrifying story. Um, we had somebody who was taking the actual test, and they'd never done this through any of their practice tests that they'd done before. Um, they got onto the actual test, and as scary as it may seem, started keeping track of how many questions they were unsure of or that they thought they'd missed. Right. And it just erodes and the so, confidence as they go. Oh, absolutely. And so all of a sudden you get to the end of the first half of the actual test, you look down at that piece of paper and there's 45 questions written down. How are you going to feel? And it's never good. Right. And the problem is, is they wrote them down because they think they might have missed them. But by the time they get to the end of the test, they look at those numbers and what are they telling themselves? Look at how many questions I've missed. And in reality, they might not have missed half of those questions. So, yes, I think a focus on, you know, the positivity of taking the test itself um, is that it is a good thing, that it's going to help you get better. Um, so when you're taking those tests, don't keep track of how bad you're doing. Don't try to keep track of anything. Just answer the questions, and you'll come out a lot better in the end. All right. So we started the day off talking a little bit about test reviewing, and we actually kind of rolled into some more psychology around testing. I think this was a great conversation, Brent. I appreciate your time. And uh, for the listeners, I hope that you've enjoyed this little interview series. I know just by way of reminder that some of the other podcasts will focus on more of a story bent, but uh, hopefully this little mini series within a series will get you thinking a little bit about being a better test taker and putting some energy into that. Uh, appreciate your time, guys, and we'll see you next time.